I feel so inspired and so blessed to get to run alongside successful entrepreneurs. I get to mentor them. I get to advise them. I'm in circles with them. I'm peers with them. I look up to them. And they are doing things that so few people are willing to do because they're chasing a dream. They are heeding the call that's been placed on their heart, and they're willing to make the sacrifices and put in the time and put in the work. And so few people in the world do that. They play small. They lean into the fears that maybe they're going to fail or that it's not going to work out for them. But these people are go-getters and they make it happen. But do you want to know the common thread among almost all of them? As they are crushing it and just expanding themselves, expanding the vision they have for their business, is they have this fear that as they are gaining respect in the industry that they're in, they are losing the respect of the people who matter most in their lives. And that is a pill that they don't want to have to swallow because the reason they feel that way is when you are building a dream, when you are doing something like growing a successful business, it often takes up a lot of you. It's like having another baby. It's something that puts you have to put all your energy into and focus into, and you are often at max capacity. You're spread really thin. You feel beat up sometimes, and you're hungry. Like a lot of the people that I work with, if we're being totally honest, and I can raise my hand to this, is they have a propensity to fight for their dream. And they they are called to this thing and they are hungry to continue to grow. And that's a really good thing, but you have to harness it for good. So today I wanna talk about a kind of success that truly is worthy of praise and admiration. It is so good and it requires a special kind of leader to obtain it. Someone who is willing to look at both sides of the coin and say, yes, I'm hungry in business, but do I have the equal amounts of hunger put towards the people that I love most. And it's a success where you are respected as a leader for your work and your impact in your business, but you are also respected in your home, by your family, by the people who actually matter most when it's all said and done. So the journey to become this kind of leader is not conventional. It's also not often talked about in business circles because when you're in spaces with other go-getters, you're talking about the next best strategy to help you get there. But oftentimes there isn't this integration of the two worlds. So today I want to talk about this because I don't want you to accomplish so much and then feel like you missed out on your greatest potential accomplishment with the people you love. Okay, so let's dive into this conversation. I promise I'm not gonna make it heavy. I do not want this to be a feeling of guilt or regret. You can do nothing but control where you go from here, and there's so much potential for you in both of the worlds you're called to. All right, let's get to it. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you wanna feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You wanna wake up each morning with that clarity and vision 
and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. You absolutely can heed the call to what you're drawn to in business, and you can find success there, and you can honor the people that matter most in your life, and you can do it at the same time, but you cannot do it without a high level of awareness, intention, and impact, and I'm going to talk you through that, and follow through, and it's about keeping your priorities the priorities, which can be really hard when you're ambitious or you're type three in the Enneagram or you're a go-getter or whatever it might be, but we're going to add a key metric to success. Success is no longer just profit. It's no longer, you know, impact in the marketplace. It's no longer your positioning and how well you do or how many years under your belt or how well you're known. Those are all factors. But we are adding a specific benchmark that often gets overlooked and it should hold as much weight as something like profitability. You wouldn't call your business a raving success, right? Like you are the best of the best if year after year after year you're hemorrhaging money, right? That's a metric that we measure that matters in business in order to call yourself successful. The same has to be true for this particular metric I want you to bring into your your quantification of success, right? Do the people who know me the most, I'm talking family, like me the most, do they respect me at the level that my clients respect me or the industry respects me? And this is such an important question to be asking yourself that you factor in. And you can't factor it in once a year because you're too late, right? You just missed 364 days that you could have done better for the people you love. And you've already made your impact in your home when you haven't measured this, when you haven't paid attention to it. You can't even do it quarterly. You can't do it monthly because too much time is passing and you're missing too many opportunities to show up as the person that you know that you are meant to be. And the people that you love most, especially your kids, are receiving all those days that you're not focusing on it, maybe the version of you that is great for your clients, but not great for them. So this has to be, you have to have a gut check at least every week, if not even just a simple way that you check in with this every day. That's why I had to write on my mirror something that could ground me in this. What I write changes depending on the season I'm in, but it's a reminder to me that this counts. And this holds as much weight as something like profitability within our company. I don't want just people that admire what I do in my work. I don't want raving fans and satisfied clients and a team that respects me and a family that's just there craving more. And the reason I want to have this conversation is because you can make change from here forward. It is okay to humble yourself and acknowledge the areas where you have gaps. And the reason that I can speak to this so well is not because I like have coached people on this so well. I've experienced this and struggled through this personally and then have been able to offer this insight to my clients to help them avoid, you know, what could be something that they look back on and regret. So where does this come from? 
Why are we having this conversation? Uh, sometimes I feel like, for me, this is this is what is true, okay? So I started my business before I had children, years before I had children. So I was already in the habits that I had formed. I had become a little bit of a workaholic because in that season, my husband, who worked in corporate at the time, was studying for a series of exams to continue to get promoted in his corporate career. So there were many times where he'd have to be studying until the wee hours of the morning. So I was like, I may as well work until then. And so I just had these habits And I had, by the time I had kids, I had a business that was dependent on me. I had a business that I had grown, which was a blessing because it was providing for our family in a really big way, but it required me to show up for it. So I couldn't just have kids and be like, oh, I'm going to work part-time now because of the beast that I had built. And I think that's a big thing that a lot of us face is that we develop, whether it's the business or the hunger or the passion or the habits, prior to even having these little souls come into our life. Or maybe our spouse has something that keeps them busy, and this is just kind of one of the ways that we operate and we work. And I know that's true for me. And plus, on top of it, I have a natural bent towards that. It truly is a calling for me. I am a type three on the Enneagram. I am super passionate about what I do. I do feel literally called to this work. And I feel like oftentimes we fill voids in our life with attempt at success. Like that workaholic in me kind of stems from the the craving of validation as I was growing up. And then I just, I started doing really well and I was getting that validation and it created more of that cycle of like, I have to do more. I have to continue to grow. I have to hit new levels of success. And I know for me, I spent years in circles that were talking about business being your legacy. Like what you did in your business was what was going to be remembered about you throughout your life and or the things that you create or the works that you create. But you guys, we created humans. (laughs) We created children, right? And our children are the greatest investment in our lives. Our time investment into them, our emotional investment, our, you know, focus into them, they're the legacy that we're going to leave on this earth. The impact that we make with them is going to be so profound if we do it right. And and the impact will be profound whether we do it right or we do it wrong. It's just whether it's going to be a profoundly positive impact or profoundly negative impact. And yes, your business can be a piece of that legacy, but it shouldn't, if you have a family, be the primary or sole piece. Kids first. Okay, kids first. And that's really hard for people that do have a bent towards work or workaholic tendencies or a passion for what they do or a hunger for what they do or a hunger for growth or filling voids in their life. So because I had started that business prior to having kids, I had those habits established and I had to relearn how I was going to do this. I had to reprioritize my life. And it didn't just come naturally. It didn't come quickly. It didn't come easily. didn't happen for me overnight. I had to be super focused on wanting this, right? I had to not just be like, oh, I'm going to change my schedule and I'll clock out at noon and be with the kids. Like I had to mentally um, shift my priorities and my focus and my vision for my life. I had to change my timelines. And I think that's a big thing that you have to have the courage to do sometimes because the industry around us promotes, you know, 
going as hard and as fast as and as massive action as you possibly can in your business. And I will say it is available to you to be incredibly successful in both. It is a hard path though, but you're here because you embrace hard. You're here because you know you are called to something greater than what the rest of the world preaches, right? So I know you can embrace the challenge in front of you to pursue these callings in both areas of your life and to do it really gracefully and do it really well. It will come with sacrifice. It will come with hard work. It will come with kind of bucking the way that the rest of the world might do things. And one of those things for me was timelines, right? Like I had set goals as that type three ambitious pre-kids business owner. And then I had children and I was like, man, in order for me to achieve that specific goal in that timeline, because that's how my peers are doing it, maybe my peers without kids or my peers who their you know family wasn't the priority or their spouse was literally raising the kids as they built the business and that was the deal that they had and that was how they wanted to do it I had to be willing to look at those goals and say, man, I'm not factoring in my family. I'm not factoring in their needs or their prior like them as my priority or the vision that we have as a family I had to evolve from being this kind of individualistic business owner entrepreneur ambitious whatever and having my goals and my vision to being a part of a team with a greater purpose and a greater mission that we were in together and my business was just one piece of the puzzle that served that greater mission and be able to say, what are our goals and how do these business goals fit into the greater goals that our family has and shift some of those timelines. It's not, now this is not, I don't want anyone, now I don't think this is gonna happen because I think uh, you're cut from the same cloth as me where you, you wouldn't be satisfied if you were living beneath, you know, if you were living in a realm of mediocrity, right? That's kind of the battle that we're fighting against. But I don't want this to be an opportunity for you to breathe a sigh of relief and say, oh, finally, I can just push stuff off, right? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying burn burn yourself out. I'm not saying like burn the candle at both ends, but I'm also not saying kick your feet up and be like, this is a season of family. I don't need to listen to that call that God has placed on my heart, okay? Because I know I've seen that sometimes too when I say you can shift your timelines, shift them in accordance with your values, right? Shift them in accordance with putting family first, but don't just kick the can down the road and think that you're gonna be satisfied with that either. You have to find and strike that balance of, I am putting them first while I'm, I'm doing the thing that I know that I'm called to do, or I'm doing the thing that provides for my family. Like this isn't just a conversation of what you want. This is a conversation of you've chosen a path that requires a lot of work, but it does provide a level of at least flexibility, if not freedom when done right. And it provides for your family. You are creating a different opportunity and a different path for your children, for your for your family as a whole. So that is true too, where if you want to be able to sustain that and you wanna be able to continue to live that entrepreneurial life that does come with sacrifices, but comes with so many blessings and things that you literally cannot access through other channels, you do have to keep the the ship afloat. So I'm not telling you to kick your feet up. I'm not telling you to get lazy. I'm not telling you like, there's your excuse. You don't have to do the thing that you were afraid to do because Liz said, you know, I don't, you know, timelines are different. I'm going to scrap that. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have to identify what it looks like for you. So I want to remind you that how you build the thing is as important as the thing you're building, meaning the journey to success is as critical as the success that you may obtain. You don't wanna live 
out of integrity with who you know you're meant to be as you grow, meaning your family matters. And how can you prioritize that family? Because guess what? The success you think you're going to achieve is worth bupkis if it came at the expense of the people that matter most. You're going to fight for this success thinking, oh, finally, someday I'm going to have the freedom. I'm going to be able to be present with them. I'm going to be able to show up for them. I'm going to be able to pour into them. I just have to get to the business to this level. I just have to do the thing. I have to write the book, get the bestsellers list, get on the stages, get the attention, make the money. And then when I have it, I can show up. And then you're going to have it and you're going to be like, I feel nothing. I feel this little blip on the radar that for split second as I got the external praise felt really good and then I'm going to feel empty and guess what you're going to do? You're going to chase the next success because you're going to think, oh, it wasn't the bestseller. It was actually this over here. It was the, it was the second million I had to make. And then you're going to keep chasing those things as over here the things that actually would have yielded true success, wholesome success is being neglected. I had this realization one day, thankfully when when I had two kiddos and they were very young. And I had one of my clients who I still serve and and work with write me this glowing testimonial. It was so awesome. It was like one of those moments where they they write this testimonial and you read it and you're like, oh my gosh, that's why I do what I do. And she shared about the transformation she had in her business financially, how it impacted her, her tangible life. But she also talked about the personal transformation she had in us working together, how I saw this potential in her and helped her cultivate it. And she became a leader that she didn't even know that she had within her. And it was just so awesome. And she said she felt so loved through the process and all the things that you'd want to hear as a business owner. And almost immediately after I felt the high of reading it, I felt the low that came after it. Because I heard this whisper so clearly that said, would your family recognize the person that that client just described in that testimonial? Would they describe you in the ways that she just described you? Would they feel like you are pouring into them in the way you just poured into her? And it was this aha moment of not liking the answer that I was hearing back. Of like, no. (laughs) I don't think they would have described me in that way. I don't think they would have felt as loved and as served as she felt in my connection with her. And that was a super humbling moment for me personally and in business because I was in a phase and in a season where I was giving all to my business for my family at the expense of my family. But I didn't know it. I didn't have the awareness. I thought I was I was convinced it was all under the guise of doing it for them, uh, but it was actually robbing them. And I made the decision in that moment <clears throat> that I didn't want to run the risks of my clients loving me and singing my praises and my family not recognizing the woman that they were talking about. And I had to draw a really hard line in the sand. Now, like I said before, it was not an overnight thing for me because I do have that propensity towards that. And I share that because I know a lot of you do too. And sometimes we don't want to admit it because <laughs> it's it's hard to admit that. We want to be able to say like, every morning I wake up and every thought I have is about family and about my kids, about being the best parent I can be. And 
my business is something that I can also grow and make super successful, but it never comes first, right? It, it never takes me away from family. And we know that that for many of us is not true. So how do you create a version of success where your family recognizes the person, the person your clients are raving about, right? Because that's twofold. That means if your clients are raving about you, you do have a successful business by the metrics that most people you know, measure a business. You're serving your clients well, you're solving their problems, they're paying you, your profit's there, like all the things, right? But it also means that you show up big for the people that matter most in your life too. Man, that's a tall order. So I wanna walk you through five things that I've prioritized over the last couple of years that have really shifted the pendulum for me and really essentially saved me from a life of regret, I think. I'm not speaking for you. It might be different for you. You might already have some habits that allow you to be really successful in both. But the first thing I wanna talk about is the idea of impact versus intent, or intent versus impact, right? Because you have to have the same level of impact, a lot of people talk about intention, same level of impact in your home as you do your business. So what's the difference between intent versus impact? So if your intention was to be a present parent, like you're going to spend the day with the kids and you're going to be super present, but you get called into just like little thing. I just need to answer these emails. I just need to, you know, post this on social media. I just need to get back to this client. So you have these distractions creep in. The intention was really good, but our kids and family, they don't feel the intention, right? They feel and experience the actual impact. So despite the fact that you showed up for that day with the intent to be present, the impact was what? The impact was the fact that you weren't. And that's the reverberation that comes into your family. So you are super intentional and very impactful if you run a successful business. Are you bringing that same level of intention and impact, the intention should have a through line to the impact that you actually wanna make. So think about the impact you wanna make. Don't just think about the intention you wanna have and make sure you're prioritizing that. And you do that by just being conscious, by just having a level of awareness as a leader like you do in your business in your home, okay? So stop thinking that your intentions are going to carry you through to success in your home. Impact well. What's the impact you're going to make? And align your intentions with that and then your actions will create that impact. The second is just a simple example that I'm sure you've heard before. I was in a season where I was blocking a bunch of time for my work, getting a ton of work done, and then squeezing my family in. And I would say that it was just keeping office hours and keeping family hours. Like, oh, when I work, I work until this time, and then I clock out. But my mind was still trying to keep up with all the crap I had to manage in my business. And my family totally felt that. Again, intent versus impact. The impact was I was distracted. The impact was they didn't get the best version of me. The impact was I was overwhelmed and stressed when I was spending time with them. So that simple visual of if you have you know, a canister or a jar, a big jar, and you were to pour sand in that jar first and then try and fit your big rocks in the jar, there's not gonna be enough room for your your all the rocks that you have. The rocks are your priorities. When you, you don't wanna pay lip service to the values you wanna live by, right? You wanna actually live by them. What are the things that matter most? Don't just say your, your family matters most. Again, that's intention. But impact is making sure 
family comes first. So what are the big non-negotiables in your life, in your world, that you can place in that jar first? Because then when you pour the sand in, it fit, it all fits. So stop trying to, to do all the things that will always exist in your life as a business owner and then squeeze in the things you say that matter. Priorities need to be priorities. You need to treat them as such. They need to show up in your calendar as priorities. They need to, to be in your, your every day as priorities. It doesn't mean that you don't spend a good amount of time on your business, but what comes first comes first. And I don't literally mean like it comes first as in it's the first thing in your day. It could be, but not necessarily. It, it holds a place of priority. The next thing I'd say are two tools that I've leveraged. One is called my leader's morning checklist. It gets me in a space where I can be the leader I'm called to be, and I can ensure that I'm living in congruence with my values and who I need to be to be wholesome, experiencing wholesome success, meaning I'm crushing it in business, but I'm also showing up as the person I need to be in my home for my family. I am maintaining those priorities. So my leader's morning checklist, I'm going to link to that in the show notes, but if you go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash checklist, I drop it there for free for you because it's a tool that I use each morning and it gets me to the place where I need to be so that I can I can do this, like I can do this. And when I use it, I am my best self and I can show up for life the way I want to. The second thing is um, my afternoon checkout process, right? This is how I ensure I have an entire afternoon process. It's not an entire afternoon. It's a condensed afternoon process. We always talk about how we start the day. That's important. That's why you need the checklist. But we don't always talk about how we close the day. How we close the day is just as important because when we shift from work to showing up for our family, this is how you go from that intent, like being really intentional and then identifying how you're going to make the impact you're going to make. So I think it was episode 182, but we'll link to it. You can go back and listen to the episode where I break down exactly how you do that afternoon process so that you can show up for your family in the best way and, and really just be successful in both areas of your life. I use that word because I can't think of another word right now. Success has its own definition to different people, but I'm basically saying you're living up to your potential in both worlds and you're doing really well. And the impact in both worlds is great. The impact in your business is that you're making a ton of money and you have a lot of freedom and you're serving your clients really, really well. You're known for what you do. You are creating a legacy there, but you're doing those things at home too. The impact is there at home. Your kids respect you. Your husband or your wife respects you. Your family feels loved. They feel connected to you and they are proof that you are showing up and leading them well because of who they are becoming. Okay. Make sense. All right, cool. The fourth thing that I have leveraged is communication. I have opened up the lines of communication in my family because there will be seasons where you're busier. There will be seasons where you have a lot on your plate because of the business. So do you have the conversations of how the business plays a role in the vision that you guys have as a family? Do you have a conversation around how the business is enabling you to live out your mission as a family? And, and integrating those two worlds so your kids are the benefactors of the values that are embodied by you showing up for the business too. So when you are going into a busy season, don't just go into a busy season. Have a conversation leading up to the busy season of what things are going to look like and how you're going to make a greater impact even if your time is more limited. Communication is so critical, especially with your spouse. Don't just pick up your phone and just do a few things. 
right? That that impact of that to your spouse is that device is more important than me. The impact to your kids is that phone holds more weight than my needs right now as a child. Communicate, be respectful, and live out those values even if you have to do it in certain seasons in a tighter time frame, or you need more support from family, or let them feel like they are part of the team with you because they are. Sometimes we compartmentalize our business and we're over here just working, 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 and then we show up for family. But we have conversations all the time when I have to be on the road, if I have a speaking engagement or if I'm going to see a client or whatever it might be, the kids know like, okay, mom's actually going and she's going to be speaking to all these entrepreneurs, helping them grow and scale their business so they can have more freedom to be there for their kids. Who's going to step up and help with folding laundry? Who's going to help with the baby and keep her happy when mom's not around? Like they are a part of the team. They're part of the greater mission that we're serving through our business. And then finally, this is just a PSA, a pep talk, a reminder. Stop telling yourself that this is too hard. You freaking signed up for hard. That is good. That is where you are crafted. That's where you know and you get towards the end of your life and you look back and you're like, man, I tapped into, I unlocked and unleashed the potential within me. All of my God-given gifts were leveraged fully. Yeah, it was hard, but if it were easy, who would I even have become? right? I am intentional and impactful in what I'm doing. And not only can you do this, you are called to do this. You are called in both worlds. You were made for exactly this. So show up accordingly. You are a leader in your business. You are creating impact in your business. And either intentionally or unintentionally, you are creating positive or negative impact in your home, okay? Bring that same level of intention and impact to your family. Success True success is when the people who know you the most like you the most. They respect you the most. They're the ones singing your praises. And when you do have clients singing your praises, because we want you to have clients singing your praises, your family's like, hell yeah, that's my mom. Oh my gosh, yes, that's my dad. I'm so proud of them. I see that exact same version of them when they're home with me. And that's what I can say about my mother. She busted her butt. She worked so hard for our family. But every time I heard one of my uh, one of her clients just talking about how she essentially saved their life, changed their life, got her through a time that she never thought she'd make it through without her. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you're describing my mother. She's done that for me a thousand times. And never once did she do it for a client instead of me. She was who she was in both worlds. She made incredible, still makes incredible impact in both worlds. And I'm so proud that she's my mom. That's what I want. That's success but you have to fight for it, be intentional about it, and make sure that your actions deliver the impact of that intention. If this spoke to you, I would be so grateful if you shared it. I would be so grateful if you shared it because these are the kind of business conversations that will change the industry, that will change lives, that will unify families, that will reverberate into the next generation. I would be so thankful if you not only shared it, if you haven't yet left a review, Can you take a moment to do that? You can just hit the five stars because that takes like a millisecond. But if this impacted you in some way where you'd be open to spending 30 seconds saying a little bit more, it really helps us grow the show. I always feel so awkward asking. I feel weird. And I, I, people ask me, they, I used to hear, you know, podcasters that I would listen to all the time, listen to their free content. They're putting all this time and energy into researching and delivering. And they'd ask for a review and I'd be like, oh, that's nice. And then I wouldn't go do it. Now I always go do it because I'm like, man, that 
that helps their show so much. It helps us get incredible guests on the show for you. It helps us continue to pour our resources and time into the show. So if you'd be willing, I'd be so thankful. But please go share this with just one other person, one other person that is out there living out their potential, seeking to find great success both in their business, but they care so deeply about family. Get this into their hands, into their earbuds. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or a guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.